Very good afternoon to all, brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is the 23rd, July 2023, yeah? Sunday class. So we'll be continuing our sharing from this book. Understanding the heart and the mind. Yeah? This is a very important topic. Yeah? We have covered uh, about 14 or pages. Now we are at page 15, but I would like to go through the earlier sharing later when I start so that you can develop the understanding better, eh? the recap and all those things. This particular topic or sharing is very important eh? for cultivators of the way, for new beginners to understand the beauty of this Buddhist teaching or the Buddha's teaching. When you understand, you will see the beauty of it and how it can help you understand how you function as a human being and what is the meaning of mind. Because the meaning of mind is very important. Then how does the heart as an organ relate to our thinking, our consciousness, uh, our conscience, our emotion, our like nature within, the gateway, everything. And how does the heart pump, beat the life force, everything. When you understand them, you will know how to meditate. Otherwise, you wouldn't know how to meditate. Uh, and you will understand life. Uh, all these are very useful. Yeah? Okay, uh, let us, as usual, yeah? before we start, we will have our pre-puja. Yeah? So I will now yeah, start the pre-puja. Let us compose our mind, develop the faith, sadha, virya, then mindfully we shall pay respect, triple gem, and have our puja. Namo Bensu Sergio Monifo. Namo Bensu Sergio Monifo. Namo Bensu Sergio Monifo. Namo Guansing Pusa. Namo Guansing Pusa. Namo Guansing Pusa. Namo Amitofo. Namo Amitofo. Namo Amitofo. Namo Milafo. Namo Milafo. Namo Milafo. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Pusian Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Tisangwang Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Namo Fo Pusa. Arahang Samasam Buddha Bhagawa Buddhang Bhagawantang Abhiva Devi Swakato Bhagawata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Supatipano Bhagavato Sāvaka-sāngo Sāngha-ng Namami 
Invocation to the Devas. In this universe, in their entirety, let the deities come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the King of Sages, which gives heaven and release. Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantha Chakawaisu Atrahagachantu Devata Saddamang Munirajasa Sunantu Usakamokadang Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa 
namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa iti peso bhagava arahang sama sambuddho vija charana sampanno sugato lokavidu Anuttaro purisa dhamma sarati satta deva manusana buddho bhagavati Suakato bhagavata dhamo sanditiko akaliko ehipaseko opanayiko Pacha tang veditabo vinohiti Supatipano bagawato saukasango Ujupatipano bagawato saukasango Nyaya patipano bagawato saukasango Samichipatipano bhagavato saukasango Yadidang chatari purisa yogani Atta purisa pugala Esa bhagavato saukasango Ahuneyo pahuneyo dakineyo anjali karaneyo Anotarang punyang ketang lokasati Sadu, sadu, sadu Okay, you can be seated, yes Relax, maintain attention, and we will continue from where we stop. We are at page 15 of this book, eh? subsection 3.3.4. Eh? The title of this book is Understanding the Heart and the Mind. Like I explained before we commence, eh? I will go through the earlier sharing so that you can recall what we have shared huh? yeah, this topic is very important yeah. and very few people can really understand the title that we have chosen for this book so understanding the heart and the mind huh? like you look at the cover page huh? there is this uh, uh, see there is a brain and the heart. So these two things, most people only understand it like through the word superficially. Yeah. Whereas for people who have the cultivation and the understanding, their understanding is much deeper. So conventional language, that's why the English language and most other language, they have two words for the heart and the mind. Whereas the Mandarin 
teaching or the Mandarin words, both the heart and the mind is the same word. They call it sin. So this one, we must develop understanding. Maybe I will use the whiteboard to explain this clearer. The brain, the one that is on your forehead. So this one is the brain. Forgive me, my drawing is very bad. Then somewhere here is our heart. So understanding the heart, which is this one, and the brain. So this brain is related to the mind. This heart is also related to the mind. So the heart and the mind, when you develop the understanding, you will understand better. So this one is also related to the mind. And the mind has two aspects. One is the true mind. The other one is the mundane mind or thinking mind. So what is important is understanding the heart and the mind. So understanding the heart and the mind is very important. I will come to explain the mind later because mind got two aspects. One is our true mind. The other one is our mundane mind or thinking mind. When you stop thinking, you will develop the understanding that there is another mind which is without the thinking. And that is our pure mind, the true mind, our awareness nature within, without the thought. So that one, I will go into it later. So coming back to this two words, the heart and the mind. So when we live our life, like I explained in the, what they call uh, earlier uh, sharing, page eight and nine, I said these two things, they are about 14 inches apart. But if you don't have the Dhamma understanding, when your consciousness is at the brain here, where the forehead is, this is actually hell. You are like in hell. I will explain this later. But when you are here at the heart, that's why this heart is very unique. You ask yourself, what other thing you experience around your heart area? First, very obvious one is what? Your heartbeat is it? Your pulse of life is it? So, your heartbeat. At your heart area, you will also experience emotion. That's why when you are fearful, like suddenly there is a loud thunder or a loud bang. The brain cannot understand what that thing is. So, because it doesn't register, it's not in the memory. So what happened is, 
that unknown develop fear, fear of the unknown. So fear is an emotion. And you always have it experienced at the heart area. Yeah. Then when you think of sad thing, fearful thing, negative thing, emotional thing, what happens is your heart aches. <laughs> when you have sadness, sorrow, lamentation, uh, grief. So it's always at the heart. This is where the emotion is. Yeah. But the heart also has one quality. Like when you go to somewhere you haven't been before, like a new place, can be a dwelling, a house or whatever. When you just walk in, the heart area, the nature inside there can sense things. When your thinking is not disturbing it, it becomes like sensitive. That's why sometimes you walk into a house or a resident or a place, you feel that that place is very conducive, very peaceful, very nice. Or sometimes very eerie, very fearful. Yeah. So what happened is that one also at the heart area, that one is the conscience. So at the heart area, there is also this conscience. It has its heartbeat, the powers of life. It has its emotion. It has its conscience. Then what else at the heart area? If you meditate, if you are a cultivator, you will know. Because your heart is also where they call it the seat of consciousness. Because from here, the heartbeat arises, the powers of life the seat of consciousness. Yeah, you become conscious from there. And this is the life force that trigger off the mind force that interact with your sense basis to give you the ability to become conscious. Conscious of what you see, conscious of what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you tell you feel and think. So a seat of consciousness is where the karmic consciousness so this one is karmic consciousness. So this karmic consciousness is the one that gives you the powers of life, or you call it the life force. This is the one that pumps your heart, send the blood around your various organs to nourish it, to give it the ability to like develop life. That's why when everything is functioning, then you have your heartbeats, your conscience, your emotion, the seed of consciousness, everything is there. Then it animates the human being or the living being into a living organism, like a living organism. So this one becomes animated into a living organism. Then this one also have another important function. Within the heart area, there is also what we call the gateway. So this gateway to our true nature, only meditator or cultivator who know how to silence their mind, develop the pure awareness, they can locate them. Then this one, when you are able to locate them, you will progress very fast. It will lead to internal transformation.
of the former mind. The mundane mind will transform. Then your consciousness become more and more refined. Then that ability to be at the what they call uh, gateway or to be in the state of awareness. So this one is in the state of awareness. You know. I have to separate these two so that it's not confusing. Okay. So this one is the awareness nature. The awareness nature is actually your true mind. So this true mind or awareness nature will arise when thought ceases. So understanding this is very important. So with this understanding, I will now move to the mundane mind. This mundane mind, which is the next important one, the mundane mind. So this mundane mind is also called thinking mind. Turn to page 14. I explained it in our earlier sharing. Page 14. Go up. Further, further. The Monday mind. 3.3.3. The mind. So this one, there are two types of mind, like I explained on the whiteboard. The true mind and the Monday mind or the thinking mind. So the first one that I'm trying to explain to you now, which was explained earlier on, is the Monday mind. So coming back to this mind, the Monday mind, it has a lot to do with the brain, right? Because without the brain, there is no mind consciousness. That's why human being, most of the time, we have our consciousness placed at the forehead. Yeah, this is where you develop a lot of thinking because basically your brain has all the memories and what is thought? Thought is respond to all these memories and because of that thinking process your senses are all just below the brain. That's why we have our eye, our ear, our nose, our tongue our tactile senses, they are just nearby. So it will trigger off mundane thinking and mundane response following the Padija Samopada, the dwelling. So this is how when you are mindful and aware, you can see clearly how you function as a human being. Yeah. So now I will read to you well, what we shared. Coming back to this mind, it has a lot to do with the brain, means the mundane mind, right? Because without the brain, there is no mind consciousness. And what is brain? It is mainly memory. So this brain is mainly memory. And what is thought? Thought is response to memory. That's how thought consciousness come to be. Because the brain has this memory. So human beings tend to think a lot. That is the reason why 
deluded human being always send their consciousness up to their brain, which is the forehead, yeah? and develop heedless thinking leading to suffering. For those who meditate or understand, they will know without wisdom, this area pointing towards the forehead, the brain area, is hell. That's why I explained earlier on. Do you know why this is hell? Because acting according to memory is not acting at all. Uh, this is a very powerful statement because if you are mindful, aware, you can see all this. Why is it so? I have explained this many times. Huh? And what are the memories that you accumulate or keep in your brain? Accumulation is basically attachment, clinging, grasping, holding on to things. So that time when I was sharing, I think it was the Thursday class, I said, look here on the whiteboard, what is memory? Yeah. Then I asked you all to read it out a lot. Yes, accumulation of experiences, good and bad. So that is what memory is all about. Everything that you accumulate, your experiences, that you have control in life. Then you seldom accumulate good memories. Yeah. Of course, I do not deny human beings do have good memories. But most of the time, you seldom accumulate them. You only accumulate them when you, uh, what they call, uh, recall to memory, yeah? like uh, they call it fascination. Huh? Uh, that, you, you want to uh, recall all those good memories. Yeah. But you can only do that when you don't have problems. Yeah. Most human beings, when they have problems, all the other memory is gone. They only hold on to that problem and worry about that problem. That's why their fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, and lamentation, all the negativity of emotions, memory, will be there. And it keep on coming back and haunt you. You will have insomnia, unable to sleep, fear, worry, anxiety, and sometimes sorrow, lamentation, and all those things. So, you seldom accumulate good memories because most people have problems. You tend to accumulate all the rubbish most of the time. And what are they? They are your fear, your phobia, your scars of memories, your worry, your anxiety, your sorrow, your lamentation, and your insecurities. Because human being has this delusion, sakadity, self-delusion. Everything that is related to their life, they think they can own them, and they want to have security over them, like their loved one their prized possession, their property, their wealth, their whatever, antics and all those things. Then I ask, do you know what security is? Security means you want to be secure, you want to be safe. One thing to be safe and have security is a craving. When you cannot get what you want, what happens? You suffer. When you feel insecure, what do you do? Uh, 
our society, you know, a lot of people do all those things. You will grill up your whole house. And if you still feel scared, you will continue to install security cameras. Then after that, maybe you also install the alarm system. Nowadays, society is so unsafe. The brain, which has strong craving for security, will have fear, worry, anxiety. Feeling insecure is the cause of fear. So when we come to understand how the thinking process takes place, how thought arises to memories, then we know this is not the area to stay with your consciousness before you have the understanding. Otherwise, you think a lot, you become heedless, and you develop all the entanglement through your delusion. That's why the Buddhist teaching is about understanding all this. Then, if you understand all this, then you will avoid acting according to memories. Means you will not go there and act. Instead, you will develop what we call wisdom and understanding and act according to wisdom and understanding following the Dhamma way. Wisdom means understanding the nature's law that governs life and existence, especially the three spiritual law, law of karma, law of mind, and law of truth. Yeah. So all this understanding must be there. Yeah. Then you will know how to act. So, very few people can do that, can act according to understanding following the Dhamma way. They don't even know what the nature's law that governs life and existence are. The spiritual law, especially the three that I mentioned just now, Kama Niyama, Chitta Niyama, and Dhamma Niyama. So, if you fail to have that understanding, then you cannot act you will continue to be heedless and develop all the emotion, negativity of mind state. Then your heart and your brain, yeah, they will interact and cause a lot of emotion to occur. These emotions are all your negative tendency, mind states. Yeah, because when you think a lot, when you become heedless, all this fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, lamentation, views, opinion, conditioning, belief systems, scars of memory, phobia, they will come in and haunt you. Whereas if you are a cultivator, you maintain awareness, mindfulness, you develop the ability to silence your mind, then you will develop tranquility of mind. the peaceful mind, the calm mind. So tranquility, stillness and peace are the mind states of cultivator of the way. When they are in that state, there is no thought. No thought means nothing to disturb them. No emotion, nothing. That's why they stay at the heart, near the gateway. Means in awareness. Like I wrote there, awareness, nature, or true mind, they arise when thought cease. If you cannot let your thought cease, 
then you cannot be aware of your true mind, your silent mind, which is also your meditative mind. That's why what I try to teach you all is awareness-based meditation to reverse the heedless thinking, to avoid the complication of emotion arising from the heart area. That instead, you will develop pure mind states that are conducive for development of wisdom and understanding so that you can be in the state of silence, tranquility, stillness, or awareness within to observe, to develop understanding, to see things as they are, to insight into phenomena, and to awaken. Unless you develop awareness-based meditation to develop all this, your mind will never be peaceful, never be tranquil, still, and just away most of the time. That's why the enlightened being, they hardly think. They only think when there is a necessity to arise the top. Otherwise, most of the time, they are just away within at the heart area. Now we come to the part which we call the highest security and the best protection. But just now we were explaining to you how fear insecurity arise and how when they arise, they bring about negativity of mind state. Yeah. And that is a craving. And that craving is the cause of suffering, misery and all those things. But when you want security, you hold on to things, you cling on to things. So security is not developed through craving. It must be developed through understanding. So in the Buddhist teaching, the Buddha taught, because during the Buddha's time, they asked the Buddha, what is the highest security? So according to the Buddha, he said, the highest security is refuge in the Triple Gem. And this is true safe refuge. So what is a triple gem? The triple gem, like the word triple, three gemstones. And what are gemstones? They are precious stones. In fact, gemstones are the precious, the most precious stone among all the, uh, sorry, They are the gem within the precious stone. So these three, which the Buddhist teaching term as the triple gem, is the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. When you go to the Buddha, Dhamma, and the Sangha for refuge, the Dhamma will be there because all the three refuges has the Dhamma. That's why we need this Dhamma understanding, which is wisdom. So without this Dhamma, there is no refuge, no real refuge. It is stated in the Dhammapada. You cannot find the real refuge, not even in the mountains, in the cave, or even in the monastery or whatever. 
The true refuge is in the teaching. When you cannot find the teaching, there is no safe refuge. Where without the teaching, you cannot understand life, and you cannot live life, and you cannot liberate from life. So, first refuge is the Buddha himself, the Samasa Buddha, because he is the fully enlightened one, perfect in wisdom and virtue. He surely has the perfect understanding of the Dhamma, the teaching. That's why it's a refuge. So, if you take refuge in the Dhamma, that which is the Buddha's teaching. You definitely will have the right teaching. Then, when you take refuge with the Aryan Sangha, means the enlightened disciple or the Buddha, they will also have the Dhamma, the teaching. Therefore, when you take refuge, you will have the Dhamma to develop the cultivation. You will know how to follow the advice of the Buddha to avoid all evil, do good, and purify your mind. When you do that. You take care of karma. You develop wisdom and virtue, which is the highest security. So understanding this is very important. That's why without the dharma understanding, without the wisdom born of cultivation of the dharma, there is no security for you even after death. Yeah. Rebirth, consciousness will take place. The karmic law will continue, and there is no security. Every life you come without the understanding of this teaching, you will suffer. You will get yourself entangled, afflicted. The Buddha said, "Only virtues protect," and this is very true. Yeah. When you cultivate the Dhamma, you develop pure virtue. You avoid all evil, do good, and develop pure virtue. Then you develop wisdom to liberate your mind, to free your mind. <coughs> so virtue protect is like you take care of karma. Karma take care of your life. When you develop virtue, virtue actually protects you from negativity of karma. Without virtue, you will. Get into trouble. Yeah. So I read this sentence again. The Buddha said, "Only virtues protect, nothing else. If you do not have virtue, you may secure your whole house with locks and grill, security camera, everything. But you are still not safe because the nature's law is such: you reap what you sow. If you want to have a good life, happy life." Meaningful and wonderful life. Make sure you do not break the precept, the society's rule. Without fear, your mind state is peaceful, calm, and secure. You do not need to have any worry. You do not need to feel insecure because you can trust your karmic nature and your virtue. They ask the Buddha, "What is the highest protection within life?" Do you know what what the Buddha's reply was? He said, "Virtue is the highest protection." So virtue is most important. Where virtue is the highest and best protection. When you feel insecurity, you are fearful. You develop worry, anxiety. You lack peace and you lack confidence. You lack dharma understanding. 
It is because of that human being fail to understand the importance of virtue as the highest and best protection. If you do not take care of your life through following the advice of the Buddha and cultivating the Buddha Dharma, nothing is secure in this world. Since the best protection and security is virtue, that is why when you take care of karma, karma will take care of your life, that's it. When you understand this, you have nothing to worry, you have no more fear. Whatever that happens, there are causes and conditions behind, that is the reality. What do you... Sorry, you do what you have to do. So when you do not act according to memory, which is full of your conditioning, negative accumulation, wrong view, tradition, belief system, insecurity, scars of memory, and all of your other phobias, you will become beautiful through acting according to wisdom or understanding following the Dhamma way. So this is a very important understanding. Yeah. When you have wrong view, the evil roots of greed, hatred, and delusion will manifest in your mind. If you then act according to memory, you are not acting at all, because basing on your memory, you will act according to your fear, your phobia, your selfishness, your wrong view, your evil roots and conditioning, etc. That is why it is not acting at all. Then how should you act? Yes, you should act according to understanding or wisdom following the Noble Eightfold Path, which is true action. Why can't you act according to your understanding, which is the Dhamma or wisdom way? If I follow Noble Eightfold Path, starting with right view, I will act appropriately. What is right view? What is the first right view? is the law of karma, the spiritual law, where according to Lord Buddha, we are all born of our karma, heir to our karma, conditioned supported by our karma, and we are what we are because of our karma. So our entire existence or life depends on karma. Then what are you waiting for? With this right view, you must know how to act based on what the Buddha has taught us. Whatever that arise in this world or in this universe, there are causes and conditions behind. And what can be the causes and conditions? It is definitely karma, right? Because the Buddha, under the fifth daily contemplation, he said, you are all born of your karma, heir to your karma, condition is supported by your karma, and you are what you are because of your karma. So this right view with regards to this law of karma will enable you to act without delusion. If you know it's karma, are you going to blame others or yourself? Are you going to get angry, become reactive, stir your emotion to become unhappy, miserable, and fearful? You will not do that because you understand this is coming. This is what you might have done to others in the past. And that is how its friction can manifest when there is condition. 
When you understand this, you will accept the reality of the moment. You will not project your thought and mind to develop the unnecessary fear, worry, and anxiety. Then you are at peace. There is clarity of mind. And you will not sorry, and you can then act appropriately through asking yourself what actually happened. Uh, how can I resolve all this amicably following Noble Eightfold Path? With right view, I will arise the right thought, right speech, and right action. I can act, speak, and think the appropriate right thought so that I can resolve all things and issue amicably following Noble Eightfold Path. Basically, Noble Eightfold Path is the meditation as taught by the Buddha, is Sila Samadhi and Panya, which is also the advice of the Buddha to avoid all evil, do good, and purify your mind. So this is how one should act. Act following wisdom. <clears throat> then the second right view is Right view regards to the law of mind, citta niyama, especially the law of dependent origination, the twelveling paticca samupada. And this is the teaching that will enable you to understand how you function as a human being and how your mind actually functions. Then the third right view is right view regards to all the other essential dhamma or truth. The Buddha called it Dhamma Niyama. These are the other teachings, the essential Dhamma of the Buddha. The main one is the Four Noble Truths and its three turning. Then from there, it spin off all the other essential Dhamma. With that, you will know how to act. You will know what suffering is. You will know the cause of its arising. And you will also understand how suffering can end. Because suffering need not be, and cessation of suffering means the enlightened state of Nibbana can be realized in the here and the now. No need to wait until death. What is the path to realize it? Yes, in the fourth noble truth, the Buddha mentioned cultivate noble evil path. And that is why you need to act with wisdom following noble evil path. That is true or right action. With this understanding, the whole teaching becomes clear that whatever other people say to you regarding all those fantastic meditations, psychic ability, magic, etc. are not important. If the meditation that they teach does not bring you back to the development of the embodiment of the Noble Eightfold Path cultivation, then forget about it. There is not the teachings of the Buddha. If you do all those funny meditation, it is of no use because it will not lead to awakening. Focusing, doing one-pointedness, concentration, developing jhana, etc., and becoming like a superman or very powerful being is of not much use. After understanding all this, I can now explain to you today's topic on the heart and the mind. So the next section is more interesting. 
the mundane mind and the true mind yeah? based on the uh, recap and the sharing just now now we can go into the detail of the understanding of the two mind there are two types of mind the mundane mind the thinking mind or the thought is the first type thought pertains to the mundane mind the thinking mind where thought is dependent originating since the mundane mind is dependent originating and it is impermanent and this is what thought is all about it arises and it passes away according to condition when you have wrong view you condition the wrong thought obvious that's why without memory without views opinion and conditioning you cannot act according to memory that's why memory always has that limitation because thought based and thought is always egoic before one is enlightened then there is another type of mind we call it the true mind so there are two type of mind namely the mundane mind and the true mind your true mind is your silent mind your true nature within those who have studied the six patria platform sutra will understand the whole of meditation is centered on understanding that there are these two type of mind master queening six patria platform sutra teaching take us directly to the true mind he said you must silence your mundane mind to realize your true mind and that is basically what meditation is all about when you silence your mind or thinking mind mundane mind that silent awareness within is your meditative mind and it can see and understand how this mundane mind which is dependent originating operates they also call it the condition arising mind or sometimes people call it the thinking mind or the monkey mind as an analogy because the monkey could not sit still and be controlled it is always heedless and it does not obey you when you fail to train it that is why dependent on ignorant abhija sankara mental activity or thinking start to arise and that is key to understanding the mundane mind without abhija there is no sankara abhija is ignorant hope you understand but how can you cease abhija you must have the dhamma to straighten your view when you have no more self-delusion or sakayadity then what happened when you have understood clearly that this form of mind is not you then what happened when there is no more self-delusion it means the three evils of greed hatred and delusion can no longer arise how does the three evils of greed hatred and delusion arise they arise because you believe this form of mind is real is you that it is real and you exist there is a personality or an egoic entity within and what is that yes the i and the me the ego the personality when that arises 
the sense of self will be there to cause you to want to own things and control things. And that's how greed, covetousness, and possessiveness comes to be. So this is the evil roots of greed, eh? loba. When you want to own and grasp onto things, you become greedy and possessive. When you cannot get what you want, or when things don't go your way, you get angry and at times violent. These are evil roots that can arise because you think you exist. You cling on to the ego, the personality. You think you can own and possess things. That's how you become possessive, violent, greedy, and selfish. And because of that personality, you think you exist and you can afford to be angry, emotional, and jealous. These are the evil roots of hatred. Your envy, your jealousy, your dislike, your aversion, your hatred, and other emotional negative, negativity are part of these evil roots of hatred, dosa. And they come from sakayadity, self-delusion. That when you think you exist, you can also become insecurity and fearful. Fear of dying, fear of the unknown and not succeeding, fear of losing your job, fear of losing your loved ones, fear of losing all the possession that you believe you own. There are so many other things that can make you fearful or make living beings fearful because you think all these are real. When you realize that this is anatta, not real, non-self, then what you think, sorry, not what you think, because it is dependent originating, only a condition arising entity, just a causal phenomenon with the three conditions, sustaining is arising, and that this is just a karmically conditioned vehicle and tool for you to come. Then what happened? You will come to understand that this physical body of ours goes the way of nature and it's not you. Then why do you cling on to this physical body, worrying about it getting old, getting sick and die, and become miserable over it via delusion? These are part of the first noble truth reality. The physical body goes away of nature and the Buddha advised us to contemplate every day that this physical body of ours is of the nature to grow old, get sick and die. And no amount of sorrow and lamentation can bring back the dead. And what is death? Who die? What die? The truth of it is nothing dies. Where there is he no you, he no me, no mark of a self, no mark of others, no mark of living being, and no mark of even Dhamma, existence or life. So all this penetrative understanding as taught by the Diamond Sutta and the Heart Sutta will bring forth the wisdom you need to live the noble life 
in this existential world. When you understand all this, your mind becomes different, and you also become different. So basing on the question forwarded to me, that person who wrote it must be somebody who only understand a little bit here and there. But he knew it's very difficult to follow the heart. <laughs> they always follow their thought. This Monday mind is basically thought. Do you really remember what I told you? The Monday mind is the thought. So when you follow the thought, what happened? You will deviate and go Holland. Eh? An expression in Chinese dialect. Eh? Uh, in actual fact, it has nothing to do with your thought. For thought is neither good or bad. Hope you understand. It's like money. It depends on who is the user of money. You must know how to use it. If the user of thought has the Dhamma and the wisdom, then thought becomes beautiful. So it's not the thought. But since the mundane mind is still deluded, it will give rise to wrong thought. Why do people fear thought? Because they do not have the wisdom to understand that thoughts are respond to memory. Hence thought comes from memory, which is selfish, egoic. And because of that, it has fear, it has delusion, etc. That's why when you act according to memory following their thoughts, when they act according to memory following their thoughts, their conscience does not come in. What is conscience? Conscience is your sincerity, your virtue, your sense of moral shame. So this aspect of conscience is very important. When you follow your conscience, you cannot do things that are harmful to others. So conscience is needed to protect you from immoral things. Every time when you want to do something immoral or evil, your conscience which resides in your heart, within your nature, will prompt you and tell you, this is not right. But very fast, your cunning Monday might take over. Do you know what it will tell you? It will say, Why are you afraid to do it? Do not worry, because nobody will know. Yeah. And almost everybody is doing it. So this is especially so when you work for a company or as a government servant, you tend to misappropriate things that belongs to a company or the government, we are saying, these are public things or property. You do not take, other people will take. You may also think selfishly that you are now in the position of power to take advantage of your special authority to enrich yourself. Do you see how the cunning Monday mind, which is still deluded, takes over your conscience? and entice you into acting selfishly. This is how your deluded mundane mind caused confusion in you. They thought there is only one mind, the mundane mind or thinking mind. They didn't know that there is another mind, the true mind. When you understand this, you become beautiful. 
And like I say, the heart is only an organ. So how can it have conscience? This we need to find out. It is because the life force that comes from our karmic nature to pump this heart resides within the heart, where the seed of consciousness is. Uh, so this is explaining what I earlier draw on the whiteboard. Eh? This is the final zigzag puzzle. For living being to come to this existential world, what do you need? Yes, you need a karmically condition for my mind, a vehicle and a tool. This understanding is very important. For you to come to this existential world, you need a form of mind. And this is why, sorry, and this is your vehicle and tool to come. So use it appropriately with understanding and wisdom. And because of this life force, it comes from your coming nature. The form and mind will also have the gateway to your spiritual nature next to it within the heart of this form and mind. That is why when you meditate with the silent mind, you can detect and realize the true mind. Then when you silent everything with wisdom, you can one day detect the gateway to your true nature where the conscience resides. That's why the conscience can manifest because it's within that nature. Yeah. And there is a gateway that goes there. So the true mind is your conscience. Your true mind does not have evil. And it is also anatta and non-self or not a permanent unchanging entity. There is no ego inside there because it's just pure awareness without any knowing or thought. But this one can understand truth and the reality via its direct seeing. Truth is pure awareness. It can insight into phenomena to understand nature's law. It understands that this form and mind is subject to karma. As such, it cannot simply do things. That is why this conscience is already there even before you, the form and mind, develop the wisdom. Every living being, when you come, sorry, when they come, they have a conscience. That is why they say this is inborn. Inborn in the sense that you are not endowed with it. Do you understand? It comes with a vehicle and tool. So it's like inborn. Yes, you can say this is nature's way. But for unenlightened living beings, their deluded Monday mind tends to overrise or overrule it. Means override and overrule the conscience very fast. That's why through delusion, it will cause karmic negativity to living beings that don't have the Dhamma understanding. Then the other thing is also that nature within, eh, that true mind or true nature within, is not a permanent unchanging entity, it's not a living being, it's not an entity. That's why I always tell you all, it cannot come out and live like on the sana. That's why we say it is also anatta. 
There is not a being. It's not something that you can hold on to, cling on to, grasp on to, and say, this is me, this is I. Uh, that's why a lot of people develop delusion, where they thought that is their ultimate being, their true self, their ultimate uh, self, uh, or some religion call it the super Atman, eh? or, or the super entity, uh, which they believe exists. Uh, if you meditate, you will develop the understanding. Uh, but if you don't meditate with awareness, you won't understand. Uh, so if you meditate with thought base, maybe you will believe that that is the highest. Yeah. And you will cling on to it. But if you develop awareness base, you will understand. I always advise cultivator of the awareness based meditation to inquire when you are in that state of pure awareness. Without thought, who are you? I find out. You understand? The answer is very clear. Without thought, who are you? Yeah. Finally, you will come to realize you are nothing. You are nobody. Because that thing is just a nature. How can it be anything? Understand? So by now, you should understand why sometimes they say the heart is the conscience. It is because this form and mind is the vehicle and tool for you to come, and within it is the gateway to your true nature. And the gateway resides inside this heart. And because of that, the heart is where the conscience is. That is the reason why they say you can. You must always follow your heart. That's why if you listen to wise people, they will tell you, Follow your heart. Don't follow your thought. Yeah. Your heart is a conscience. That one will know. Because the brain, the memory, which is not the conscience, they always have the egoic thinking, for me or not for me. <laughs> so you follow your brain, you will get into entanglement. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. When I say follow your heart, the meaning is very deep. No? is follow that conscience. No? Because the heart inside also got the emotion, understand? No? Don't go and follow this emotion. No? This emotion eh, is not the conscience. Eh? Please don't get it wrong. Eh? You follow the heart, may follow your conscience. Eh? Don't come and one day tell me, eh, but till you ask me to follow my heart. I love this girl so much, I follow my heart. Then you become crazy. Understand? When I say follow your heart, means follow your conscience. So don't go and follow the emotion. The emotion which is like your uh, lust, your craving, your desire, your infatuation. You go and follow that and you say you follow your heart, then too bad. So follow your heart means whatever the conscience tells you before the emotion, everything develops. Because the conscience inside there is very accurate. Before the thought comes in, uh, 
to override it or to give you other suggestion. The first instant when you felt that thing. But you can only have that conscious manifesting when you are without thought. Or most of the time you, you are not thinking of things or you are not bothered by things or worried about things. And then that conscious will manifest. And it normally just arise split second on it during that instant. Then when you try to rationalize it, think about it, then the thought come in. That's how people feel to understand what conscience is. So in this book, in that sharing in 2018, I explain it all there. So hopefully with this, you can develop the understanding. Okay. Ah, this part I will continue and finish it. When you go look for property to buy, what is the first rule? The first rule is you must feel comfortable when you walk into that house. Your nature will know. Your conscience will know. That first instant before the thought come in and interfere, a lot of people can feel it. Yeah. The moment you walk or go in, they will know. If they do not feel good, then they will not buy that house. For some, the moment they go in, they feel very good. How many of you have such experience? Huh? Good. So there are quite a number of you who have such experience. And if you feel good, just buy. Do not wait. Yeah. If you do not feel good, then do not buy. Yeah. It does not mean that the house is not good. There are, sorry, there may be something there inside that house which are not favorable or compatible with your coming nature at that time. But if you have the Dhamma, every day is an auspicious day and everywhere is safe and good for you. But if you do not have the Dhamma and you have not taken care of your karma, the most auspicious day can also turn out to be an inauspicious day. So this one is obvious. Eh? It is how you understand things and how stable your wisdom is. So conscience, your heart and your brain is about 14 inches apart depending on your size and build. But they find it very difficult to decide whether to follow the heart or the mundane mind or your brain. To them, all that they know is their mind is only their thought, the mundane mind, which is deluded before their former mind awakened. But when you have the Dhamma, it's no more that way. And it is not which one to follow anymore. You will act with wisdom following your heart or your conscience. So hopefully by now all this is understood. Eh? Where does your conscience come from? It arises from within your true nature. And what is your true nature all about? It is the embodiment of wisdom and understanding. That is why without wisdom and understanding, you will not follow your conscience. You will simply do things because you are heedless. This conscience can only come and protect you for a while. It will surface when you are without thought and prejudice. 
But immediately after that, your brain, your cunningness will take over. And this is what happened to mundane people, unenlightened beings, putujanas. Do you know what a putujana is? The one that is still not enlightened. What do you call a putujana in English? Oh yes, a whirling, an, an unenlightened being. Whereas the enlightened ones, they are called Aryas. So when you are still a putujana, your thoughts are wrong and deluded thought. Because most of the time, sorry, I read again. So when you are still a putujana, your thoughts are wrong and deluded thoughts most of the time. Because without wisdom connected to the form and mind, you cannot arise the right thought. You cannot have right view. You cannot have the right understanding, born of your conscience. So hopefully all these are clear. Huh? Uh, what is written there is, so are all these clear? Uh, is in a question form. So today sharing, that's why at that time I already told you all, it's not easy to understand. You have to go back and slowly reflect and contemplate on what I have shared to develop the second turning wisdom. Okay, we stop here. So hopefully, with this sharing, it can help cultivators of the way, Gayamitas. You go back and listen to it again, read through it again. It will help many of you. Well, at that time when I share, I don't think many of you can follow or understand. So now when I go through this book, it will be very different. So with this explanation, hopefully, most Kaimita, of course those who already have the cultivation, they can easily follow and rejoice. But for those who are still not very clear or are still new, it can help you develop a lot of understanding. Because this type of understanding is not taught in other places. In fact, the traditional Buddhist teaching don't have all these things. This one you need to cultivate until you develop the clear understanding for you to have all this. Here it's not even explained in the Theroda Sutta or Tipitaka, not so specifically explained. But if you are a cultivator who are awakened through all this, then you can know, you can develop the understanding too. Otherwise, not easy. Okay, so with this, we will have our second session, which is awareness-based meditation. You all can slowly, mindfully, come out of the meditation. Try to maintain whatever inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness that you have developed for as long as you can. Okay. Excuse me. I need to finish off what I was doing. Meditation reporting, followed by whatever Q&A or question that you may have eh, regarding the meditation 
or the Dhamma or today's topic that we have shared. Eh? Yeah, good afternoon, Radio. Yeah, good afternoon. Yes. Uh, and uh, Q4. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe I can share what I <clears throat> observe and learn uh, during the Saba trip. Ah, yeah, that one is very yeah. good. In fact, yeah. the last Thursday sharing also very good on the Sabatri one. Mm. Oh, yeah. That one I got to listen again also. Oh, Sadhu. Uh, that yeah. will help you all a lot. Mm. Yeah, yes. <clears throat> so maybe first of all, I just want to say thank you very much to Radio Mr. Steele and mm -hmm. all the Kalimitans that joined the trip. Because yeah, yeah. Um, that make it happen. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, I mean, when they joined, they I saw, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Um, I mean, they have faith, yeah, in the causes yeah. and conditions required for this thing to happen, yeah, that's why everything like fall into place, yeah, very good, mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, actually, it, it is a very good trip when I reflect back, mm. and um, yeah, it is not, uh, to say that it was very good because everything went very smoothly or very oh, well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, you know, it, it was good for me because um, I, I could see the the Dharma in action. That means yeah, yeah, yeah. It, able to uh, apply what Brother Thieu said. Ah, that one is most important. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it... The the first thing that you know when we landed, it was already ah um, yeah the first day. <laughs> Even the tour guide also told us uh, one hour before you end uh, you land, the rain started. Then it was so heavy. Uh, it continued until I think almost dinner time. Uh, yeah. When we went for dinner, when we came down, it's still raining a bit. But when we were having our dinner, it was very heavy too. Then after dinner, it stopped. <laughs> Radio, you didn't hear what he said. He said one more sentence. He said, the feather forecast for the whole yeah, of this week. Whole of one week is supposed to be rain, uh, non-stop. <laughs> wow, when I hear that, uh, I was like, <laughs> uh, depressed. And then I, look, I was okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was afraid that you all turn and look at me and say, Oh, I'm again. Oh, don't worry. That's why I said, Do not react with negativity. Yeah? Do not panic. Uh, that's why I saw actually Chupolin also was a bit worried. He asked the guy, He said, Wow, what happened? It continued to rain uh, tomorrow. How? Uh? <laughs> so I said, Don't worry. Just let things be. Yeah? Don't go and arise that fear, that worry, that anxiety. Thing is just the way it is. Meant to be, will be. That's why after that, everything fall into place. Uh, that's why I say it's meant for you to learn. We are first time you're organizing the spiritual trip. And it is meant for you to actually develop the understanding, to learn and apply the Dhamma then all this understanding is going to become very different. After you have gone through this, you will start to see the Dhamma, the thing that I shared with you all, how it can be a living reality. Then based on what you write in the WhatsApp group, the reply that was so beautiful. You learn that 
your mind is different. That's why a lot of people rejoice, I think. Huh? Yeah. yeah, actually, Radio, mm. it's different when you say in class and when it happens, uh, you, you say, oh, it, let things be, it's okay. Then I can connect, you know. Correct. If you do yes. class, I, uh, not so not so good, like, you know. I, correct, I correct. Really you can't it. see it. But if it's real life example, the thing become like very clear to you, you know, oh, this is what Brazil meant by let things mm -hmm. be. Because when yeah. you start to live life, then you realize there are many moments or many incidents in life where people worry unnecessarily. And as I, like I used to remind you all, whatever the Buddha actually shared with us is very powerful. It's like the Diamond Sutta, the first stanza, but the meaning is very deep and very few people understand. Everything that arises within nature is conditioned Dhamma and is so profound. So when the Buddha say whatever arises, there are causes and conditions behind, it's the same meaning. But people cannot understand, cannot see, they cannot catch it. Very funny. Uh, but cultivator of the way, immediately they will understand because it's all interconnected. Condition Dhamma is like that, dependent on condition it arises. And conditions cease to be, it cease to be. And all these are very clear. That's why for you, when you really organize a trip and when you go through all those uh, happening moments, then because you contemplate, you reflect, and you all were having the condition to listen to all this sharing, and it like suddenly become very clear to you all. Then there was a lot of joy, not only you, I think, even Chipotle and uh, Alicia, they all, uh, Bi, they all. In fact, all when uh, even Brother Song, Chin Hao, they all, they were full of joy. Uh, Yun Chan also, Raymond. Uh, and the two-night sharing that we had was so beautiful. Uh. Yes, yes, very beautiful. Yeah. Alicia <laughs> yeah. um, was telling me, uh, oh, you worry, don't worry, no one will blame you. And yeah. then someone was saying, oh, raining, uh, raining good, uh, I can stay and, and enjoy the hotel. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> then also, you remember, Envy mentioned that Guang uh, Qing Lao He Sang's wise stanza. He said, Guo Qi Sing Bu Ke Te. And that one is very powerful. The mind that is already over means of the past. It's not a reality anymore. Why you will worry about it? Yeah. I should not have done this. I should have done that. All these are no more reality. The reality is when it happens, when it arises, do you have the understanding, the Dhamma? Then after that, no more reality. Learn from it. <coughs> Develop understanding from it. No need to like, feel remorseful, eh? unhappy over what happened. Ah, yo, I organized this trip, you know. Then all Kayamita trusted me. Eh? Then this thing, uh, like the first day, eh? Like thing doesn't go the way you expect it to be the rain and all, but nothing to do with all this. The dhamma is, this is the way things are. 
whatever that arise, there are causes and conditions behind. So if you can have the understanding, then you continue to trust your nature, like today sharing your coming nature. You take care of karma. Karma will take care of your life. You have that parami. Your parami will bring forth the causes and conditions. That's why on the second day onward, the driver also very surprised. The guy also very surprised. Oh, looks like Ford weather forecast also can go wrong. <laughs> she, uh, that Judy, uh, Judy, she was, he was the one that actually uh, talking to me. Then I say, yeah. I say, weather forecast is weather forecast. But when we are here, things can be different. Uh, so the weather on the second, third day was so beautiful. So, uh, like, amazingly, like everything just fall into place. Mm. Yeah, continue. Yeah. Uh, something like what? Uh, for um. you to know, for us to something like that. What, what, what do you say already? For okay, you to what? learn. Uh. Oh. Uh. Radio. Uh. There's, there's some like um, advancement of how I understand like previously. Mm. I, I would just like, if there's anything I remember, uh, brother, you say, always stay calm, you know, ah, react. do not react, do not panic. <laughs> do not panic, yeah. uh, do not get angry. Uh, don't get something. angry, yeah. don't develop negativity on my state. Uh. Yeah. That one very important. Mm. Yeah, um, be with it. Ah, be with it. Uh. Then more than that. Develop awareness uh, to be sensitive. Uh. Then you will understand. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, this trip for me is mm. more, that, more than that that made me have more understanding is the part when Brother Dio say, each head you wave far. Ah, that correct. means like everything is already set, there is yes. already causes and conditions. So because of that, things will be like that. Yes, so it cannot be otherwise. That's why Song also mm. got it this time with deeper understanding. Uh, Everything within yeah. nature that was struck in means all of life, existence, everything is already governed by causes and conditions. The nature's law that governs life and existence or the spiritual law. That's why now all this understanding become clear to you all and you all can link it. Then it allows you to develop that stability of wisdom to apply this understanding so that it will prompt you. Uh, the understanding, each year you wave uh, everything is conditioned, Dhamma become like very different, very powerful, very clear. Then it can help you develop the understanding to confront life, to live life. Uh, to do what you need to do in life. That is leaving the Dhamma. Means making the teaching, the Dhamma, a living reality. Uh, not only learning it as a theory, a knowledge, or a type of what they call uh, application type of tool to help you develop the understanding. But this one, it has become a part of you. It has become a living reality and you can lift that understanding. Means the Dhamma that has been taught and shared can become a living reality that can transform 
living being transform different people uh, according to their own maturity of understanding. Mm. So this time you all really benefited. Uh, you, Song, and many others. Okay, Meta. Uh. Yeah, Radio. I the the last part that I benefited a lot was at the airport when we came back. Ah, I yeah, lah. Discussion with me and Ng B. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. There was one part where I say, uh, you know, uh, I'm lucky because calamitas are kind. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because you came and asked for forgiveness first. Then you say, uh, not everybody like you, so understanding. Uh, oh, calamitas, other people, they tell you all. <laughs> I say, you don't worry about this. This is what the thought will tell you, will condition you into that condition thinking. Because the world is the world. Things are just the way they are. People are just the way they are. So when you understand them for what they are, everything will fall into place. Uh, so this understanding actually helped you a lot. Uh, I can see the joy in you. Then Ingbi at the side also smiled. Uh, he said, yeah, I quoted it again. So it's not about right and wrong anymore when you understand. When you understand means this is the truth, this is the reality, this is what is. Like the Buddha say, whatever that arise, there are causes and conditions behind. It cannot be otherwise. Yet this is nature's law. Nature. If you want things your way, which is not following nature's condition, then you suffer because when you cannot get what you want, when things don't go your way, suffering will be the result. That this is the craving that is against the nature's law that governs life and existence means the Dhamma way. Uh, everything that can express the reality is the truth. Uh, so whatever that can actually explain the way things are is what truth is, what Dhamma is. So it's not about the individual belief, your truth, my truth. Uh, all these are not relevant. The relevant one is the understanding of truth within nature. So when you understand truth clearly, then everything falls into place. It's no more about right and wrong. It's about the reality. The reality is condition like that, things will be like that. Cannot be otherwise. Like the Buddha said. Whatever that arise, there are causes and conditions behind. Then like one of my teachers, Ajayi Antrai, said, We choose to accept everything as natural. Only mighty nature rolling by. He know you, he know me. No reality. So all these are words of wisdom of cultivator who has gone through, developed the understanding. That's why through all this understanding and explanation, they stabilize their understanding, then they share with cultivators of the way. Uh, so now you all start to benefit from all this sharing. Mm. Very good, Sadhu. Uh. Yeah, so if, if let's say even if the other person is unhappy with me, and ah, really nothing to do with you. Uh, ah, yeah. I will just it, let him be. <laughs> ah, it's your understanding. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So you don't have to like worry about 
how he react, how he behave, what he say, what she do. No need, no need to be remorseful. She is just the way she is. That is the way things are. Then that understanding uh, suddenly uh, like make you so different now. You can smile and laugh over issues. No more issue. That's why no more reality. Because everything is just the way it is. It will fall into place. Then when you understand all this, you only have to develop the understanding to live life. Means to do your duty, to act accordingly, accord and flow. No more resistance. No more trying to be right. No more trying to argue with people. Uh, no more jealousy. <laughs> no more envy. No more this and right. No more right and wrong. Uh, that one is most important. Uh, no more trying to argue uh, and do all those non-fruitful type of things. Be able to be at peace with all conditions within nature within life and existence, is wisdom. You can be at peace with all things, all conditions, within nature, within life, you have wisdom. Otherwise, you cannot be at peace. Uh, otherwise, whatever people do and say can actually cause you to have a lot of emotion, <laughs> uh, unhappiness, <laughs> negativity of my state. That means, you don't have the Dhamma. You are still affected by the world of duality, the conditioned world, where the conditioned Dhammas are there. That's why the conditioned Dhamma has its own causes and conditions, its own reality, its own duality. That's why they are caught in duality. They always worry about right and wrong. They always try to develop the best way to act uh, so that they are not remorseful, uh, so that they believe uh, that everything can be done correctly. There is no such thing. The reality is, you don't have the wisdom, you will make mistakes. Uh, when you have the wisdom, you hardly make mistakes. You seldom make mistakes. Uh, then the most important one is thing is just the way it is. So that wisdom that understands this will liberate the mind. No more suffering. Because you cannot please the world. You cannot please everyone. The world is the world. People are just the way they are. They have different views, opinion, belief system, and the way they see things, understand things, is all different. That's why the conditioned world is full of conflict, duality, disagreement, war, and all those things. It's because living beings are all according to the way they understand things. And most of this is through the memory their belief system, their views, their opinion, their religious belief, uh, their ego, their delusion, their fear, their insecurity, their selfishness, their craving, their desire to own, to possess, to control, and to manipulate. <laughs> so this is what the world is. 
the world of duality, the conditioned world of cause and effect. That's why there is such thing as the law of karma. There is moral causation behind. That's why we have suffering, misery. Uh, of course, we also have uh, exciting moments too. Uh, all this is what life is. The reality is society, civilization, existence. That's why it's all very, very beautifully yeah, knitted together. But if you don't have the wisdom and the understanding, it's like life is not easy. <laughs> like very, very difficult, very tough. That's why a lot of people suffer yeah, when they cannot handle life when they don't know what to do when confronted with first noble truth reality of the uh, eight condition that the Buddha shared under the first noble truth, the realities of life and existence. So basically, humanity cannot cope with the eight reality, especially all eight sickness and death, even birth. There's separation. Uh, separation is also very powerful. Then, when you cannot get what you want, when things don't go your way, that one also living being suffer. Uh, then, all the related attachment, clinging, grasping, due to your inability to comprehend life, inability to comprehend who are you, what are you. Uh, and how you get yourself entangled through psychiatry, self-delusion, that condition you to grasp and cling at the five aggregates of form and mind. So this grasping aggregate is the cause of arising of suffering. So all these are very beautiful teachings and sharing. Very good, Maya Sadhu. Sadhu Radio, really appreciate your teaching. When I came back, right, um, mm. two things happened, and I'm not sure whether uh, how I handled it was also, you know, what <laughs> So the following day was, you know, following day was working day. Uh, so after that was a public holiday. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awam mm. Muharram. Awam Muharram. So Awam uh. Muharram so, that morning, I, at around 5 o'clock, I was... Uh, uh, Awakened by running water sound. Oh, <laughs> yeah, quite long, you know. So yeah. at first I thought someone was in the bathroom washing, but ah. cannot be so long. So I got up and I went to the bathroom, and then wow, you know, on the ceiling uh, high up, uh, there's a pipe, and water was running down from the oh, pipe. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it was didn't a, touch plumbing, the floor. a plumbing problem, yeah. Yeah, water. The water tank mm. Yeah. Water tank Yeah, oh, but my brother, already, he, he already know about it. So I saw there was a pail there, uh, you know, uh, getting... Oh, he didn't take action, yeah. <laughs> he, took, he already put a pail there. But not so, enough. If it's overflow, it's not enough. Yeah, not, but, but it wasn't, the, the water wasn't fast, uh, but it wasn't slow also, lah. You know, oh, definitely, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Next time I teach you, you go outside the meter there, shut off that valve. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to, I was telling my brother, hey, I, I, why not I go in and shut it off? Then he said, hey, but after those, I, we need to do uh, breakfast and also need to wash clothes, the washing machine. Shut off, then we cannot do anything. After that, on back, oh. lah, while you wait for the plumber to fix up the uh, ball. Uh, it's normally the ball wash setting has gone out. That's why it all flow uh, and leak. Uh, so that one, the yeah. plumber come very fast. They will fix it. It's better if they need to change the ball wash, change it. But over time, it becomes less efficient. So change to a new one, at least it can last you more than 10 to 15 years. Uh, okay. But you tell them buy a good one. Uh, don't go and buy the cheap one. Uh, buy a more reliable one. Uh, it's also not expensive. Uh. But this ball wash, some they they are more reliable. You pay a little bit more, not that much. Uh, mm. Oh, I that that part I didn't check on that lah. Because <laughs> it was like five o'clock so early, I don't dare to call the plumber or so. Oh, oh never mind. You wait till the day uh maybe after nine AM when people start work and only you start to call. Uh. But radio it was a public holiday or <laughs> Hey, oh. more people work on oh, those who want to make money. Uh, plumber, oh. especially plumber. Uh, you call them, they come on. Uh, they charge yeah, you like, like the taxi, uh, double rate. <laughs> but when, when at first I, I messaged him, I put a uh, voice with the message. I told him, uh, I took a photo and I, I, I messaged him. Uh, so I think around 7.30. He saw my message and then he messaged back and said, you know, he, when he talked, uh, this plumber, he kind of rough, uh, like, you know, scolding people. Like, yeah, I know. Like, Their character is like that, cholo on her. Yeah. At first, last time, I used to be afraid of him, uh, but now not, not so already. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can understand him for what he is. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was scolding me on radio. Then yeah, realized, yeah, yeah. No, that's how he talk. Yeah, that is the way he is. Uh. <laughs> that's why he saw he talk like that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he recorded his wife and he told me, your tanki lao soi. But he didn't call me, you know. So then immediately I called him since he already responded. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he said, hey, come on, I'm going to go. He said, come on, I'm going to go. Then he, uh, after that, no problem. Just tell him it's okay. The case is But I didn't say anything. He say, he answered himself, you know. Next sentence, he said, okay, uh, <laughs> Then I say, uh, yes, yes. Then he said, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is good. Yes, he don't want to bring the ladder. Uh, yeah, uh, he really came within five minutes after my call. He came. Wow, that's very good. Very fast. Uh. Very fast. Then he, he came in the house, took the ladder, climbed up the roof. Yeah. And then within one hour, like, he fixed everything already. Yeah, like, he adjusts back the level for you. Yeah. Maybe he didn't change your ball. Yeah. He adjusts it to lower. Yeah. Lower oh, uh, uh, the, the setting. The setting can be adjusted on. Yeah. Yeah, la, that, that part also I have no experience. La. So my father Only was asking... experience la, as long as he's fixed it. Yeah, the plumber will know what to do. Uh, oh. yeah. So if he doesn't change the ball, it's still okay? La. 
it's still okay lah. But over time, it will slowly, 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 slowly. Maybe one two year, you see how it goes. Ah, uh. yeah. but if he is a, a smart plumber, he will bend it down further so that your capacity is not so uh, to that limit. Then it take a longer time before it reach the overflow level again. Uh, you understand? Not? You can adjust it lower. Uh, so normally what right. they do is they will last adjust it so that it lasts more than one year. Then you cannot blame him. <laughs> so next time if you see him again, did you see him bring in a new ball wall and take away the old one? He brought a bag lah. But I, I don't know, because I went downstairs also, because he asked oh, me to... Never mind. Then how much he charge you? He charged 160. Oh. oh, then could have changed for you already, if 160. But the ball walk should include, because it's quite a cheap thing. Uh, that ball walk actually is not expensive. Huh? Now I don't know what is the rate. I think maybe not more than... 30 ringgit, I think. 20, 30 ringgit. Uh, yeah. oh. Oh. <laughs> but never mind, as long as he's fixed it for you, it should be alright. Uh. Yeah, they are experienced plumber, so you leave it to them. But if you understand, normally you can ask them, uh, Messi, uh, or you would make more. Uh, they, they will tell you what. Uh, uh. Yeah, mm, that part I don't Never mind, yeah. you trust them, let them do. Your reliable plumber. Five minutes they come is very fast, no? Uh. Yeah, he stay in SS2 also. Same oh, no area. wonder. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. This type of contact is useful. Next time I'll look for you if I need a plumber. <laughs> so near. Yeah. Very near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought it was very fast and, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you, you have to sum up because today I have to stop early. We have my brother coming. We are having dinner. So now 5.40, exactly. Yeah. So can you sum up? Yeah, so I thought that, you know, the, the saying that when you yeah. give the Dharma on each chair, you wave up. Yeah. Was really, uh, yeah, because uh, there's some understanding. So the understanding lead to acceptance of things. Uh, ah, Sadhu, like, very good. Very good. Yeah, that is I, the I, most I, important I, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to you become it. Different. I just like to be, uh, yeah. yeah that, then your the mind becomes different. Like you say, you just let things be. You won't pursue things anymore like last time, the Monday mind. Keep on telling you things and you like song, not happy, wants to counter, wants to argue. Why he like that? Then you think he scold you or not. All this perception which is not a reality cease because life is such. We got a lot more things to do on us rather than to worry about life and worry about what people do. Uh, talking about right and wrong for what? This is the way it is. The reality is suchness. Uh, that's why I call them for be at peace, develop understanding. Uh, then Harmony. The next one is harmony. Means to resolve things amicably through what? Through understanding that has the key understanding of harmony. Means amicably. Harmony means doesn't hurt anybody, doesn't cause any negativity. 
uh, of karma. So learning how to resolve issue amicably following the Dhamma way is to apply the Noble Eightfold Path, the Dhamma understanding behind all things. My brother is here already here. So thank you so much. Huh? Anything else? Uh, Maria? Thank you so much. Okay. Let us rejoice that we end our sharing and today's session. Let us rejoice. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. So let us now share merits. Akasata Chabumata Devanaga Mahindika Punyang Tang Anumoditwa Chirang Rakantu Loka Sasana Hita Wata Chamehi Sampadan Punya Sampadan Sape Deva Anumodantu Sapasampati Siddhiya Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Devo Satukalena Sasa Sampati Hetucha Vito Bawa Tulokocha Raja Bawa to Dhammiko Imina Punyang Kamena Mame Bala Samagamo Satang Samagamo Hotu Yawa Nivana Patiya Sadhu 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 Okay, you all can now Mindfully pay respect to the Buddha, Kwanin Bodhisattva, and all the words you want. Then we will end the whole sharing and Zoom session. Huh? Sadam.